Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the FDIP, the official podcast of the Faculty Development and Innovation Center at EIU. I'm Kim Irvin, Instructional Designer at EIU, and your host today. This podcast series is to further promote teaching excellence through the sharing of information related to instructional design, teaching strategies, and innovation. In this episode, I'll share the importance of applying universal design for learning to your courses through the captioning of videos and how videos can be captioned here at EIU. Hi there! In a previous episode, Dr. Michael Gillespie, the director of the FDIP, sat down and chatted with Dr. April Jackson, director of Student Disability Services. The gist of their conversation centered around services our students request through the office and how faculty are meeting accommodation requests. Throughout the conversation, there was a best practice message that kept getting repeated, and that message was, if universal design for learning principles are applied to the design of a course, regardless of course modality, whether it be face-to-face, online, or hybrid, all students can benefit because any accommodation a student might need most likely will already be in place. And the instructor benefits because they will not have to be hurried to respond to last-minute accommodation requests. So in the next few episodes of the FDIP, I thought I'd break down how faculty can be proactive in implementing Universal Design for Learning, or UDL, strategies related to the types of accommodation requests Dr. Jackson stated are very common for our Student Disability Services Office to receive. One of the common types of accommodation requests is video captioning. So in this episode, I'll spotlight the options EIU faculty have to accomplish this task. Before I dig into methods of captioning videos, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page with the basic understanding of what Universal Design for Learning, or UDL, is. First, the official definition. The Higher Education Opportunity Act of 2008 defines UDL as a framework for guiding educational practice that A. provides flexibility in ways information is presented, in the ways students respond or demonstrate knowledge and skills, and in the ways students are engaged. And then B, reduces barriers in instruction, provides appropriate accommodations, supports, and challenges, and maintains high achievement expectation for all students, including students with disabilities and students who are limited English proficient. So from that definition, we notice accommodations or accessibility representing one aspect of universal design for learning. To help make this definition of UDL stick in your memory, think of the image of a building that offers both steps and a ramp leading to an entrance. Now let's focus on the ramp in this image just for a moment. The true purpose of the ramp is for individuals who experience physical difficulties climbing stairs. Their knees might not comfortably bend. They may need a walker or wheelchair to be mobile. However, individuals that don't experience any physical difficulties climbing stairs may still choose to walk up the ramp rather than climb the stairs. This ramp represents universal design for learning in a couple ways. The ramp represents a multiple way to get to the same place, an entrance, and the ramp can be freely used by individuals it was not intended for. Just like the ramp in our mental image, video captions are used by individuals they were not intended for. 
Sometimes individuals without hearing difficulties or limited language proficiencies choose to use video captions. An individual might be tired and need the additional text cue to capture the message. The nature of the topic being discussed in the video might be at a higher cognitive level, so the textual cues are reinforcing the message being heard. Or it may be something as simple as the student may not have their earbuds and they're in an environment where noise is not desired. When videos used in courses are captioned, first, we're compliant with the federal law that states all instructors as agents of the university are required to make all classroom materials available to students with disabilities at the same time that it is made available to all other students. Second, we're practicing principles of UDL by offering multiple ways to consume the information. And third, as an instructor, you are prepared for the student who takes your course and has the need for this type of accommodation. Listen to what Dr. Jackson had to say in her interview with Dr. Gillespie about video captions. You know, there's, if there's some common things that you're hearing that students need help with or faculty members are saying, my students need help with this, and it's things like notes, right? right. Um, there are things that we can do as faculty to, to sort of um, anticipate that and, and plan for at the beginning of a semester that can just alleviate some of that extra work that we do during the middle of the semester, like having to find referrals to student disability services and those sorts of things. Yes. So... Uh, Along that same line, um, captioning videos. Correct. Um, yeah. If we just made sure that the videos that we post are captioned to begin with, mm-hmm. then you don't have to panic because I find out at the last minute that a student's decided to take a class that I didn't know about, and now right. I'm telling you about it. Right. And by the way, they need captioned videos. Right. Um, I can't do any. I can't require a student with a disability to tell me before anyone else that they're going to take a class and sometimes they don't know it depends right. on what their schedule shakes out to be right so that that's usually a a contentious sure um accommodation because sure. i get calls and panicked instructors 24 hours notice because someone just picked up their class and then they've gotten the same for me and i didn't know either so right. right but if we just make sure that we're captioning things to begin with it won't mm-hmm. won't be a problem so how do you caption videos The good news is captioning videos is not difficult at all. It's just a matter of knowing what tools you have access to at EIU, letting those tools automatically generate the captions for you, and probably most important, performing the task in advance so you're not rushed to get it done in a short turnaround. One option for captioning videos is to let D2L caption a video for you. Upload a video into a D2L course, Once the video is in the course as a course material, simply choose to edit that course material. In the editing window that opens, choose Advanced Editing, then the Closed Captions tab, followed by Auto Generate. Personally, I have used this method and it was very simple. As with any auto-generating captioning tool, editing will be necessary and a D2L Captions can be edited in the same advanced editing area where the captions were generated. Just a tidbit of D2L knowledge that may impact whether you choose this method for video captioning is that there is a download button available for the video when either the classic or the new content experience is used. A second option for captioning video is to use Kaltura. 
Kaltura is an online media hosting service that all EIU students, faculty, and staff have free 24-7 access to. Links to information about Kaltura will be available in the show notes. After uploading a video to Kaltura, select the video title for captioning, choose the Actions drop-down, then choose Captions and Enrich. There will be three drop-downs, which the link in the show notes will show you the settings for, then choose Submit. After captions are generated, they can be edited right in Kaltura as well. Inside Kaltura, a link to share the video with students can be created, or Kaltura is integrated into D2L. So when instructors add existing course materials to a D2L course, they will see Insert Kaltura Media as an option. Just a tidbit of Kaltura knowledge is that videos in Kaltura cannot be downloaded, either through the direct link that is provided or through inserting a Kaltura video into D2L. Just a word about captioning recorded Zoom sessions and link to this information will be provided in the show notes. Zoom does offer the ability to automatically generate captions for a recorded Zoom session by enabling audio transcription for cloud recordings. This must be done prior to the session, but once enabled, all cloud recordings will be automatically transcribed. To do this prior to the session, Log in to the Zoom web portal by going to eiu.zoom.us, then choose the sign-in button. Currently, it says configure your account next to this button, but settings are accessed here too. Once you're in the web portal, on the left navigational panel, choose settings, then choose the recordings tab. Then make sure the option to create audio transcript is checked and save the new setting. The reason this setting is best practice is because the transcript file it generates is editable. FYI, when you are in a Zoom meeting window, currently there is a live transcript button on the bottom toolbar. Enabling this live transcription feature in the Zoom meeting window generates a transcript file that at least at the present time is not editable. So that is why we recommend selecting the create audio transcript setting in the Zoom web portal. Two more considerations for video captions that may seem obvious, but I think are worth mentioning. When showing a video in a face-to-face course, best practice is to turn on the closed captions option through the device you're using to play the video. Lastly, if you ever work with subject librarians at Booth Library to help you find films or videos, be sure to include with your initial request the need for the resource to be captioned. This can save you time versus mentioning the need for captions as a secondary request for any resource that is located. Hopefully this podcast has inspired you to be kind to yourself by being proactive in captioning any videos you use in your courses and shown that there are multiple and very doable processes for accomplishing this task. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to more information on how to caption videos. And last but not least, each college department on campus is supported by an Instructional Support Specialist, or ISS for short. An an ISS can help guide you through any of the methods offered at EIU to caption videos. A link to a document listing the current ISS assignments is available in the show notes, so please don't hesitate to identify your ISS and reach out to them for support. Until next time, keep in mind a quote from Elise Roy. 
When we design for disability first, you often stumble upon solutions that are better than those when we design for the norm. Thank you for listening and continuing to learn.